We start your Wednesday morning off with a visit from Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers. Our program called Town Talk is brought to you at this time, usually on the first Tuesday of each month, but uh, I was in Houston yesterday. Prime Materials Recovery brings it to you. They've got facilities on Ash Street and Milk Street in Willimantic. Prime Materials Recovery assists manufacturers and utilities to maximize their resources through scrap recovery. Jim Rivers, good morning to you. And it's not too often that we, on this program, discuss things like pizza. What you got in the way of pizza to talk about this morning? You know, I've traveled all around the country, and you have too, Wayne, but we have some of the best pizza in the country right here in Northeast Connecticut and right here in Wyndham. And I'm not just saying that because of the WFSB pizza contest or or that I, I live here or work here or whatever, but the pizza really is good around here, and we really got to see that uh, front front row this last couple of months with the, the pizza contest. And, and again, I'm so proud of Pleasant, and, and of course, Tony's uh, just narrowly uh, missed being number one in the state. In my opinion, they are number one in the state. But uh, how exciting! I, I, I got to tell you, I was like an expecting father the other day, pacing in the in the town hall all day. Like, are we going to win? Are we going to win? And it was uh, was quite a, a, a time to uh, to see them uh, succeed like that. It was it was much deserving that they were top pizza pizza houses in the in the state. Breakfast of champions. It's this time of the morning for breakfast, don't you know? What's going on with the downtown development? Tell me some stories about the good news and uh, where we're headed. So, you know, uh, last uh, last couple of times we didn't get much into the development stuff, so I thought it'd be really good maybe if we spent a little time on that today because there is so much going on. You know, there's so much going on in Wyndham all the time anyway, but there's so much going on just in that economic development, project uh, development, whatever you want to call it. So let's Let's go around the horn here. Right across the street from you is the uh, the Murray slash Hurley's building. Moving along, that project is much further along than it appears from the outside. They've kind of saved the outside for last because there's been a delay in getting the windows in, like a lot of supply chain issues. And the inside is all sheetrock. The fixtures are in. Uh, it's not done, but it, I got a tour uh, a couple weeks ago, and it looks fantastic in there. Very high end of Nice apartments. Um, again, 16 apartment units in there with a couple of commercial spaces down below. The, the commercial space is two stories high inside. It, it just, it's awesome. People are going to be, they, they're gonna, you're going to cry when you walk through that place. It's really going to be a beautiful place. And then outside, they're going to bring the outside back to its former glory. This, you're going to see uh, some of the, uh, uh, the features of the building come back to life on that building that you can't really see right yet. So, Anyway, very exciting. That's getting much closer, and I think you should probably see that finished this summer. Uh, on the Foster Building, of course, you're seeing crews inside and out, all kinds of activity over there. They're finally taking the front facade off the uh, the building because they needed that uh, the permits and the netting and all kinds of other things to be able to do that safely. And uh, now they're working on taking the elevator shaft down, which, uh, again, uh, is part of the project. They're moving the elevator into the middle of the building, so they're taking the old elevator shaft off. So that demolition should be going on uh, any day now. They're putting up scaffolding the last couple of days. Uh, but things are moving right along. Windows are going in. Uh, partitions are being put up inside on, on all floors, I think. What I saw, I got a tour of that building last week as well with the building official and the fire marshal. So it's going really, really well there on Main Street. Um, you know, we have other projects around town. You've got uh, out in North Wyndham, 
the car wash was approved. It's going between uh, uh, Aldi's in the auto parts store, a new car wash, and then gas over at BJ's. I think we might have touched on that before. That was approved since we met last uh, with planning and zoning and wetlands. Uh, so, so those are the projects that are ongoing. Uh, future project, we've got uh, uh, plans is now coming in for a country store and gas station next to the Masonic Lodge. You can see that sign that says for sale four plus acres. Um, that um, that property is uh, been worked being worked on for about a year now. I think the owner uh, is is new and he's going to be putting in a new country store about seven thousand square feet, kind of high end. Uh, with uh, a dozen or so gas uh, st- gas pumps in the front, and and room to expand in the back with four acres, there would be more space to do additional uh, commercial uh, property project development there uh, as well. So a lot of things are happening uh, in in town as usual. Uh, it doesn't seem to be slowing down all the inflation and supply chain issues, and it just seems like we keep plugging along. COVID, whatever it is, uh, Wyndham's keeps uh, keeps rolling along here. Jim, when I walk in the Foster building, will I cry? You said I'd walk in the Murray building across the street and I would cry. I'm just kind of curious. What what triggers emotions of tears when you walk into a building? I, I think that I, what, I, what I meant by that was it's so nice in there. Uh, you know, they've, they've restored some of the old, not a whole lot, but some of the some of the old features of the building in the uh, in the Murray building. But it's just so nice. I mean, they really... Uh, they, you know, they spent quite a bit of money building that project out. Uh, but it, it just, to, to see this in Wyndham, to see old buildings that been sitting there for years and years and years, and now we're finally seeing the resurrection of these buildings, uh, in one form or another. Um, there's, there's a bit of a historic restoration of the Hurley, uh, Hurley's building, but it's not inside, you know, you're going to see a lot of sheetrock and things that are new, but you'll see a few features of the old building. But the you know the Foster Building you know it's going to be all new in there. You're not going to see anything that would be of a historic nature, but you're going to see something new and you're going to see something that is fresh and not broken down. And, and that's what to me I think that that's what it's all about is just resurrecting this this awesome community uh, to its former glory. I guess. Well, from some of us have been around for a while. You go into the Murray Building, and I'll be thinking about well, I used to buy a sport coat here from Hurley's on the first floor or go into the Foster building and say, I cashed my check at Willimantic Trust back then. So those buildings still alive and well. Jim, I think that just from a generic standpoint, the great North American listening audience would like to know what the job description of a town manager is and what a typical day is like for you. Take, for example, today. What's coming up for your schedule today? Yeah, we pretty much do everything so everything that goes on in the town is uh is in our uh area of uh, expertise i guess or maybe not expertise but our area of responsibility so uh today uh we're going to look at uh with public works i'm going to look at something at 10 o'clock that uh, to cut some some brush down and make sure it's uh we're opening up a a dirt road i've got to prepare for a board of finance meeting tonight because guess what time of the year it is it is uh, budget season. So tonight, uh, regular Board of Finance meeting, we're going to talk about the general government budget, which was presented to them uh, last month, and figure out how uh, we proceed with the budgets. Um, we have a process here that's dictated by the town charter, 
and we go through uh, the Board of Finance uh, because they get to decide what the budgets are that go to the voters. And we'll have a public hearing in two weeks, two weeks from today, actually, uh, with the Board of Finance, and people can weigh in there. You can certainly come to the meeting tonight and weigh in during citizens' comments. Uh, but tonight is just a discussion about general government. They've already talked a little bit about the Board of Education budget, and I think they'll probably talk some more about that. But uh, two weeks from tonight is the official public hearing. Then the Board of Finance sets the budget and moves off to a uh, town meeting in early May, first Tuesday of May. And the second Tuesday of May, we have a vote with the townspeople uh, by referendum, again, by the charter. This is the way it is here uh, in our town in Wyndham. We have a, a unique town where we have a town manager, a town council, a city board, uh, uh, other taxing districts, water department, sewer department. Uh, we have a board of finance, and we go to referendum for our, our budgets. Not many towns of our size do that anymore, but we still do it. So we have to go through the process. So that's what I do. I, this time of the year, in particular, we're really laser focused on the budgets, making sure we got that spending plan in line with what the people want us to do, uh, provide the services, the good services, get the most value, and keep those taxes down. And that's what we're really focused on. Once the budget's set, then we just got to execute the plan through the year. But uh, the next month or so, we're trying to finish that up. And I realize it's still a work in progress, but do you anticipate a tax increase? So where it stands right now, again, the budgets are getting worked. So there's no, there's no final number yet. The Board of Finance is doing their magic. Uh, so uh, town council worked their budgets down uh, with staff to, uh, for the general government side of things. Anyway, it's, it's a zero tax increase. Um, there are expenditure increases there, but they are offset by revenues, as we spoke about, I think, the last uh, time I was on. In the city, since we met last, the city has approved, uh, the city board of directors, Wilmanic uh, Taxing District, has approved their budget at a zero tax increase. Again, expenditure increases offset by uh, revenues that have been coming in. Uh, again, we're very lucky right now. The development we talked about earlier, we've had a lot of development in the last few years. Those tax dollars are coming in. The grand list continues to grow. And uh, we've got department revenues because of all the activity in town, you know, churning of real estate, uh, building permits. That's all helping to offset all this inflation that everybody's experienced. The town is experiencing it as well, but we're offsetting it with, uh, you know, with uh, other investments and things the town has, has made over the years. So we're zero in the city. We're zero in the general government. The school has come in to start with, with a 3.75% increase in expenditures, which equates to about a 1.26 mil tax increase overall for the, for the town, which is about a 3.5% increase in taxes. Now, keep in mind that the uh, inflation is running 6, you know, I think it was 6, 6 point something percent last month. It was 7% last year. Uh, uh, so, you know, we're... We're still much, the school is still much below uh, the inflation. They've been done, done a good job with expense control in recent years, uh, but it's, uh, it's still an increase at being proposed. Now, we still have work to do. That number could change and go down. If you live in the city, that tax increase would equate to about 2.6% tax increase, so not a whole lot. Um, low single digits, I mean, that's, that's pretty good considering what we've been facing. And last year, as a reminder, there was a huge uh, tax reduction. I think it was 3.4 mills in the, if you were in the city, a uh, reduction in taxes, and if you were in the uh, the rest of the town, 
I think it was 1.7 mil reduction in taxes. So we've been doing pretty good this last few years considering what we've been up against. What's the impact of the two buildings we talked about earlier, and we talk about every show, it seems, of the Murray Building, the old Hurley's Building, the Foster Building, the old Willie Trust Building, on the tax rolls? Were those properties paying taxes all along, or the fact that there is and will be economic development on those properties, will that add to the income from taxes? Great, great question. So a couple of things. One, they do pay taxes right now. So whatever the value of those properties were uh, before they started improvements, they are paying taxes on they have been right along. Uh, the, the second thing is they have, uh, we're in the enterprise zone there, so they get a, uh, automatically they can get a tax break on any improvements they make to buildings. And it's like a seven-year deal where you, your taxes go up over a period of that time, during that period of time. Uh, but both of those projects are very large, and often developers will come in and say, okay, I'm going to make millions and millions of dollars in investment, and we need a little better deal to help us get off the ground than the enterprise zone. And in both of those cases, they came to the town council and have a tax uh, abatement or a graduation, whatever you want to call it, plan. So I think, and I, I can't recall because it's been so much time fast since these things have taken place, but I think both of them have about a 15-year deal where the taxes would go up to the full taxation of those properties gradually over a period of time. And again, they eventually will pay all the, the 100% of what the new value of their investments in those properties, but it never goes below what they were paying before, and it will continue to go up over time. That's what's happened on the 560 building and the art space building. They got, I think, 15-year tax uh, deals years ago. Those schedules are ending, and that's one of the reasons our green list is going up. So eventually, you have all these properties in the enterprise zone that get different tax, uh, tax breaks to make these investments, these huge investments, they eventually come back online, and that's what you're doing. You're making an investment for the future, and that's what we're doing now with the Foster Building and the Murray Building. And they, again, are continuing to pay taxes. A great question. Now, one of the early romantic Willamette Cupids, Dick Nassif, would have been 97 years old today. And right across the street, I see the Nassif's building. Is that building paying taxes toward the tax base? Uh, well, absolutely. You know, so... So one of the one of the problems, and we always try to get people to invest as much as they can. Was they invest more, the property's worth more, and they pay more in taxes. You get a building that is is empty and not much investment has been made. Clearly, the value of that property may not be what it could be. Uh, so we, you know, we want investment in this. I believe that building is for sale, um, and you know, there are different people looking at it. I, I think we've had people kicking tires with us, but uh, hopefully, that building would turn turn into some new investment soon. And again, that investment will be made, and over time, uh, depending on what they, uh, you know, what they put into the building or turn it into, there will be more taxes than what are currently being paid. So all these, again, this is happening across the town where we're taking old structures where the taxes might be fairly low, and they're and they're we're converting that into uh, more tax dollars. And in some cases, it's all new. It's a brand new property. Like you go down to the dollar store in front of the VFW, that's additional property that wasn't there before. But a lot of times, just property that was sitting there, vacant, uh, un- undeveloped, uh, they put a bunch of money in it. The assessor goes and, and reevaluates the value of it, and uh, we get uh, more tax dollars. Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers with us on the Town Talk program for this month. And I guess some people might have gotten a little case of spring fever yesterday when the temperatures were up in the 70s with sunshine, which leads us to some outdoor events coming up in town, including at Jilson Square and the Shabu stage. What you got on that? 
Well, there's, you know, everything that's, that's happened before is going to happen again this year. So last year we had a great season. I think there was about 30 different events uh, from, from the nonprofits raising money to people trying to, you know, the, the food truck uh, uh, guys that come in and they try to make, uh, you know, make a day of it with a bunch of food trucks on the green. Uh, we got a lot going on on the Jolson. So you can check it all out on the, on the calendar that's on the town website. Uh, we've just recently populated that with the events. Everybody is asking and asking, well, how come the events aren't on the schedule? We kind of have to wait till they go through all their approvals before we really put them on the schedule because we don't want people to think that something's going to happen and it doesn't or it changes. So right now you'll see a bunch of events on there. Just about every weekend there's uh, something on the stage or on the green uh, it's going to be an exciting uh, season, I think, for all of us. We got the Coast Guard band hopefully coming back, and when they don't get rained out, um, you got the uh, I think the Shibor All Stars again uh, with the Soup Kitchen are going to have an event as usual. Hop Fest is there. Uh, we're having a big Mother's Day uh, program. Uh, so we've got so much uh, on the calendar that uh, you got to check it out. Go to the website, uh, but also on the Jilson, we have some improvements coming. The restrooms are. Uh, uh, about to go out to bid uh, to uh, the money we had from the ARPA program, American Rescue Plan, uh, to put some permanent restrooms there so you don't have to see the ugly porta parties at every uh, all summer. Uh, so that'll be good. Some storage. So we've got again the, the Jilson property is really uh, uh, it's, it's exceeded my expectations along with the community center. Of course, we've got a lot going on in the senior center. There's ac- a bunch of activities. If you haven't been in there, please walk through the senior center or the community center. Uh, it's the town's community center. Go and enjoy, uh, you know, just walking around. Even if you're not going to use it, uh, you'll be very impressed and proud of your town. Uh, just go walk through there. You mentioned the Mother's Day weekend on the 13th Saturday. It says concert for Mother's Day. On the 20th, the following Saturday, doo-wop revival. I know some doo-wop fans around here. One of them's name is Bill Potvin from Hosmer Mountain. But on the first Saturday in May, which would be basically a month from now, in fact, it's a month from tomorrow and Sunday, it says Dog Festival. Could you explain what the Dog Festival is? No. <laughs> okay. Well, well, let me. can I click on this? It just says 10 a.m., Jilson Square and Shabu Stage. So we'll keep an eye on that. Speaking of dogs, we haven't talked about this for a while, but how's the dog park doing down there at Rec? I was there yesterday looking around at Rec Park, and you know what? I'll tell you, it's going great. A lot of people use it. But even with a lot of people using it, they're taking care of it. You know, yeah, we have public works going over there, fixing things and cleaning up a little bit. But for the most part, I'm so again proud of the dog uh, owners in in uh, you know in in our, in our pets. They are all taking care of the place. Uh, it's not all worn out. You know, people I think uh, really respect it. And you know, you have nice things. People take care of it. And you know, now that I'm over at the rec park, and you brought this up about the dog park, the uh, there's a new batting cage. You're a big baseball guy too, Wayne. Uh, there's our new batting cage, which we've been trying to get up for years. COVID threw us off. Of course, I, I know they raised money years ago to buy the nets and the poles, but we had to build the base and the and all the infrastructure for that. It's beautiful. It's high end. You know, some nice curb stones boxing in high quality uh, material. You know, baseball uh, playing field material. The Public Works guys did a great job with that uh, batting cage, and I know people have waited a long time for it. Now we're going to put some electricity in. That's next so we can run the machine, to the pitching machine. So, again, we just keep making improvements across the city, across the town. 
uh, to make life better in Wyndham. And again, we've been lucky. We've had donations and money coming from outside to help pay for all these things on top of it. It's just icing on the cake, but it's, it's things are going really well. It's baseball pitching, not softball pitching. Uh, this is against the baseball t- uh, field. I suppose you could you could have a, a softball pitching in there as well. It wouldn't be just restricted to baseball. And then what you have to pay for, like you know, put in a token or put in a couple of quarters, or how does that work? No, no, no. There's no machine there. It would be up to the uh, the different leagues to bring their machine. You know, you kind of roll it in, and uh, if you're going to use a machine, or you just have your your pitchers in there because they're practicing too, right? You have the pitchers in there pitching to to, to hitters. Uh, anything you want, you know, but we don't, uh, we're not providing the machine to throw the ball. So, uh, again, the different leagues will have to uh, figure out how they're going to use it. But the netting is there, the home plate is there, and you can, uh, you know, do whatever you want, throw the ball, uh, get the pitching machine. But we, we don't have any electricity in that area of the field. We're going to have to get some, some sort of power there so they can plug their machines in. Uh, but it's not going to be something where you put a quarter in and people can go down there and, uh, uh, and, and hit some balls. It's really more or less for the leagues at this point. And then how's the pickleball thing going? That's becoming a very popular sport. Well, we had a great season of pickleball indoors at our new community center in the gymnasium. And I'm telling you, you go there any day and it's busy in there. Uh, and that's been great. And I think they're about to start moving to the outdoors because obviously the weather was fantastic yesterday. But pickleball gets a lot of use. Those courts look great. Um, that was a great idea to, to convert those tennis courts to pickleball. And, uh, you know, we're attracting people from all around to come to Wyndham. And, again, if they come to Wyndham for pickleball, maybe they go and they, they buy a grinder at IGA or they go somewhere else for a, a grinder at Apollo's or whatever. So, again, we're trying to draw everybody into Wyndham, and then they shop. And then if they shop, more people come and invest. And when they invest, we have more tax dollars. You see how that cycle works. So that's why some of these amenities, it's not just – Quality of life for the citizens in Wyndham, it's also drawing people in. The next big one to keep an eye on is the uh, Splash Park. We're going to have a big ex- half-a-million-dollar expansion with those ARPA funds I talked about at the Splash Park. People come from other towns to come to our Splash Park because in a little town you may not have a Splash Park. So, again, a lot of good things going on. With- Another great update from Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers, our Town Talk program brought to you by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Milk Street and Ash Street, Willimantic. Headquartered in East Hartford, PMR operates state-of-the-art processing facilities in Canastota, New York, Willimantic, Connecticut, and Orangeburg, South Carolina. In fact, guess who I saw at the Final Four? Bernie Schilberg from PMR. Jim, good to hear from you this morning. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Wayne. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.